0: deal, you should know we're not trained experts on the things we say about happiness. Happiness. We did it. All right. All right. Episode four of Embrace Yourself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm Sunil.
1: And I'm Laura.
0: And uh, we're here to talk about happiness today. Happiness. Um, basically, before we started this podcast, we were kind of just bouncing ideas back and forth. And there's this article. I'm not gonna read a bunch of it, but I have some interesting tidbits and then um, shit to talk about. But um, it's from Guns and Ammo. It's from it's from Police Month, Policeman's Monthly. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's a police journal. Yeah, it's a criminal justice journal from 1978.
0: Dude, have you heard about like the new? Like, police magazines? No. They are so bad. Like, I
1: completely made that up. They
0: they are... I mean, guns
1: and ammo I didn't make they're up. They're
0: <laughs> super right-wing, and, of like, course. they don't... And kind of racist, because it's the police. That's what I would expect. Yeah, yeah, I've heard some of that shit read out, and it's like, yeah, you guys.
1: Speaking of which, Jane and I watched the... Um, I think it's called The History of Hip Hop, something like that, on yeah. Netflix. It's so good and it's so well done. Every single episode has been amazing. But this last episode they talked about like the mid nineties, like crackdown on um, piracy. Oh yeah. And how they, you know, just raided all of these like local bodegas that were like selling mixed CDs and stuff. Yeah. It just was so infuriating That's... watching these fucking nerdy white men what are you doing yeah yeah and they're like grabbing all these cds and they're posing with them like they do with like, with weed yeah yeah
0: hey we got all this weed oh. off the streets guys right Fuck. no
1: more oh. illegal cds yeah right Oh, it like just made me so mad you can't listen of, to
0: anybody's mixtape sorry what it's
1: okay because the mixtape culture like that was how like that's how it got distributed well yeah and like they were breaking artists that way and it was just like a whole culture that they basically came in was yeah like, well this isn't arista or warner brothers right so you know and that was white dri- people own that company
0: that was driven by the record companies probably mm-hmm. okay to tell oh, the police 100%. to go around and totally 100%. confiscate everything that's not yeah. legit yeah legit, they, they were starting to
1: get a little bit nervous because they're like oh gosh look at all these bootleg cds that even some of our biggest artists are putting out well
0: it's like the fucking home taping is killing recording the recording industry record industry or whatever that's like fucking no no,
1: the record industry is (laughs) (laughs) what's killing the record industry
0: if you guys made that shit a little bit cheaper maybe i would have bought like twice as many cds Mm -hmm. and remember
1: napster you had your chance you guys are idiots
0: now nobody makes any money no from recording other than you know, you gotta tour. Yep. You gotta like tour a lot and sell T-shirts and, tells, and
1: you know, beg people to buy a tote. It's like
0: fuck all that shit. Like you I got to be your own NPR. It's like I got into this to do music, not to make merch. You know,
1: you have to do pledge week at it's every show. Fucking
0: <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway, that's anyway. Happy. So let's talk about happy. Let me stuff. let me just say something though. For some reason, um, remember the album, the Shins album, Wincing the Night Away. <laughs> And how much you hate that title. Yes, I do hate it. Yeah, So yes. <laughs> That popped into my head this morning for no reason. Oh, thank you for reminding me. Yeah. You can hate it some more. It was it was really funny. And I laughed to myself. I was like, yeah, Laura really hated the title it's Wincing title. the Night. Because wincing. You're like, wincing the night away? It's so what? dumb. It's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So let's talk about happiness now. Um, and I want to apologize. My mic levels were weird last um, last time. But, he was uh,
1: in one of those um, aquatic... Um, suspension chambers.
0: Uh, yeah, I was I was doing that, but I didn't think it would affect the recording quality that much. I, I you
1: know, I'm not going to say I told you so.
0: Yeah, but you I did. I might. Tell me so. <laughs> so anyway, this essay that we had um, talked about, we both read it already. It's called "The Happiness Ruse" by author Corey Um I found it in a magazine, or Laura found it in a magazine called Aeon or Eon, something like that. Um, it kind of goes over it starts with the ad industry and how in America at this point um, happiness is kind of quantified by what you can afford to buy I guess and like and fleeting experiences of, of joy perhaps from, from doing that stuff but then he laid out like the classical um, meaning of happiness and what they meant in is it the Declaration of Independence, in the Constitution, Constitution, Life, sure. Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness. What they meant was it's merely a lack of physical pain and mental disturbance. Mm-hmm. That's what happiness is defined as in those, in that document and by Epicurus, the Greek philosopher.
1: Mm-hmm. I dare you to find me one American that fits that description right now. Like, in all seriousness.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, mean aspe- I mean, at least you're in some physical pain, probably. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I am.
1: Yeah, you, with the state of health insurance, a lot of people put off preventative care. Yeah. They put off going to the doctor when something is wrong. And then when it's really fucking wrong and then their emergency, we get to pay for it. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, and that's
0: probably also adding to their mental disturbance.
1: Yeah, I mean, the opioid epidemic didn't come out of nowhere. I mean, there's a lot of people in chronic pain. Who oh yeah, need yeah, help, and yeah. so I think that's what I mean by that. Like the pursuit of happiness is feeling, you know, physically free of pain, right? Or and or not being, you know, having some mental, either illness or personality disorder or yeah. something. Yeah. Well, I, I mean,
0: it's, so it's like probably <laughs> so somebody that like is actively treating my mental illnesses or whatever it is I have with anxiety and depression and and all of that on, on meds and therapy. I mean. I guess have I ever been happy then? Even by that simplistic of of a definition, probably not.
1: I would say yes, but fleetingly so.
0: I've always been a, a mentally uh, disturbed.
1: Right, right, yeah, same. Yeah, <laughs> that part's always been happening. The yeah. physical stuff, not too bad. I'm yeah. pretty thankful in that respect. There are some things, but thankfully nothing major where right? I'm in mean, chronic pain. Well. I guess I I manage my migraines so well, I don't even count them.
0: You don't even count them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: that would count as chronic pain. Um, But, yeah, I really, I feel, I always feel very fortunate about the fact that I'm an able-bodied person. Yeah,
0: oh, yeah. You know, like, I don't
1: take that for granted because, I mean, I recognize that it might take longer to take the stairs. I'm not doing it for my... Fitbit. bit i'm doing it because i'm not an asshole there's someone in a wheelchair yeah. trying to get in an elevator yeah i, I don't know if idiot. we were
0: really hanging out when i broke my foot but i broke my foot in 2017 mm-hmm. i remember and, that yeah and uh that was
1: not a good time for you
0: no that whole yeah. fucking year was not yeah. great <laughs> um but i stuck to the not drinking it was like my one year you anniversary did. of that so that's good but um anyway i broke my foot and it made me feel, like, less safe because mm-hmm. I, I couldn't get away as quick yes. from some danger of some kind. Um, it slowed me down completely. I The only benefit was that I got my uh, d- disabled uh, placard.
1: Oh, so you got to use the The
0: handicapped spot, yeah. yeah. And, so you uh,
1: dragged your... Crippled, broken foot to Meyer. You could park close. It actually, I felt a
0: little, <laughs> felt a little weird, but I was also um, volunteering at Diff that year, mm-hmm. and you know that parking lot across the street from Go Comedy. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> it's full because yeah. it was like, and handicapped spot. I, there you go. I parked there for like fucking eight, yeah.
1: I'm a boss. Eight
0: hours mm-hmm. while I like volunteered. Kiss
1: my broken foot.
0: Damn, I felt guilty, but I mm-hmm. did really have a broken foot, so. What are you going to do? So basically, I've never been happy is the conclusion of that. But uh, so. um,
1: Despite the fact that neither of us have ever been happy. Well, I think if we take that definition and make it slightly less literal. okay, You know, like, for instance, managing my migraines and not feeling in pain. You know, those moments where I'm like, you know, if I hadn't, you know, manage this situation i right now would not be able to get up or go anywhere and have been in a dark room for a very long time but now i can go and do my day you know like i think that is that does make me very happy sure Um, it's it's like a a close one but it's (laughs) like
0: more of a relief than a happiness (laughs) so let me hit you with another later definition mark seligman in the 90s said it came from having having and searching for uh, positive emotions, a sense of community, and existential meaning. Yes. So that's a, yes. Yeah. I like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's better.
1: Yeah. That does it for me. Yeah. Well, I think that sense of community thing is so crucial, especially since the older you get, the harder it is to keep in contact with people and to yeah. meet up with people. I know. Yeah. I mean, I certainly... You know, there's plenty of people that I haven't seen or talked to in way too long.
0: I don't really like hang out. And then
1: my anxiety goes, well, they hate you. So yeah, no so of why fucking them. reach out? Right. Yeah. They hate your guts. I mean, people they have dropped out name. of
0: my life due to just my lifestyle changes and sure, stuff. Sure. And mm-hmm. then also, just, yeah, now that I'm 40 years old and work too much. Mm hmm. Um,. It's tough. Like, I like that we can get together. And That's one big. of the reasons I like doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah. And we, like, we, we were playing music before. This yep. is maybe a little more interactive. Yeah. It's good. Sunil
1: and I have our own sense of community. We
0: do. We have a little tiny community. But of that two.
1: exclusivity and that keep apart from people that are different than you mentality, I probably said this last week, but it fucks with your own life. You're yeah. ruining your own life. Yeah. If you think people who look different or act different or pray different than you are bad or are scary or should not be here. You're ruining your own life. Yeah. Like that isolation and that hatred for other people around you robs you of the chance to have existential meaning and a sense of community, let alone to like learn shit outside of what's happening on ice road truckers. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry. Speaking of learning learning shit, I have a manager who had like a, a a friend who married an Indian woman. And he wanted, he had seen, like, at these weddings that the groom comes in on an elephant or whatever. So he requested that. And the bride's family did it. Oh, my goodness. But even though it was not from that, they weren't from that region of India that does that. Mm, Like, my dad's sect or state Mm -hmm. or whatever doesn't do that shit. It wouldn't have gone that way. Oh, my goodness. So, I mean, to me, that's like if I was from New England and you were like... I want to have a Southern time hoedown wedding for our wedding. Mm-hmm. It's all American, right?
1: Right. And so everyone has a blacked-out tooth, yeah. checkered shirt <laughs> on. Right, but torn no. Pants. But no,
0: I'm from New England. I wanted a clam chowder-based wedding, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it made me mad. Yeah. A little bit, that but made like me mad. you can <laughs> But it's weird that like, because that didn't really come across to He didn't understand. Because I was like, maybe fucking learn something about your fiance's exactly. culture, uh, you know? Yeah, this isn't
1: like a passing interest in, yeah. some, in like something culturally, you know, a- adventurous. This yeah. is your family yeah. and your wife. Yeah. I just, yeah, that's ridiculous. It's
0: ridiculous. Me. Anyway, that's way off topic. But
1: I would have, if I was the parents of the bride, yeah. I would have brought in like a child's elephant riding toy. Yeah. And made him ride it. Made him ride it. Yeah. You ride this little, little tykes thing. Like it's up. on wheels. Yeah. It's like wheels. for four year olds. Yeah. And your knees are like touching your elbows. Cause you You couldn't... ride this in mm-hmm. to the wedding. Yeah. And I want you to feel like this for the rest of your time with our, our daughter.
0: <laughs> I want you to feel like a small elephant rider. Mm-hmm. The yeah. whole time you're yeah. married. You
1: want to be an elephant rider. You never specified what kind.
0: Till death do I elephant ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They never forget.
0: They never forget. Do you think they ever forget about nine eleven? 11
1: When did that happen?
0: How about those uh, elephants in the Bronx Zoo or something? You know, they probably do remember nine
1: eleven. Honestly, there probably is some trauma yeah. from some of the animals there. Thank yeah. you for bringing that up and making me think about it.
0: I'm just going to make it. you very unhappy during this episode. <laughs> Since the topic is happiness.
1: The, the existential meaning? Yeah. That's something I think about a lot in terms of, like, Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yes. Which... I don't know. I'm in the. I'm on this kick where I'm like, if you're a white man, I don't want to listen to a fucking word you have to say. But I do think that it makes some sense, and that if you don't have your basic needs taken care of, you cannot bother pontificating and doing shit like this. Yeah. You know, and I think no, that that's so I think I have, completely that was... unfair because it, again, robs you have the opportunity to enrich yourself. I, I feel yeah. like since humans are so smart, it is not our job to fucking tear this planet apart and to kill each other. No. It's our job to not do those things like treat we, it as we a have home those other impulses so yeah. that's you're supposed to be trying to uh, strive to be a better version of human like to me that's evolution at this point yeah yeah because yeah.
0: Not- we're so cognizant of it already so we would mm-hmm. need to take it another level another yeah uh, yeah but yeah if i was just you know sleeping in my car or something probably <laughs> wouldn't be doing the podcast right. i might just be like probably trying to find a place to live.
1: This is also something that I think a lot of white people don't consider when they say that they think, you know, certain ethnicities are lazy. You know, yeah. or people who are, who live in the city don't want to work or whatever. Yeah, 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 You know, I just feel like you have no idea. It's
0: just like when you give somebody, well, yeah, it's like, what was the thing? Someone was like, if I erased all your debt, this is a, some idiot on Facebook. Like, So it's like, if I erased all your debt... And you started over today, like, you'd be back in debt, like, if you aren't a hustler. If you're a hustler, you would start rich, take away all your shit, you'd still be rich in, -hmm. like, 10 Mm -hmm. years. Yep. If you suck, you'd still suck in 10 years. Yeah. But their point was, like, you got to be a hustler or whatever. Mm. But it's really just, like, lack of opportunity, right? What do they, like place you in a city with no clothes on right like what, are how do you go from there but I don't know it's just a thought experiment somebody had brought up
1: I just think there are many people who are ruining their own chance at happiness and then many others who are so shut down and you know suppressed in our society that they do not get the opportunity to fulfill that and I just think it's so shitty
0: yeah yeah no and you're not the first person I've talked to about Maslow's hierarchy what does it start? It starts with just like housing, food. Food, water, Safety, Safety. yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Totally, that's where it starts. And honestly, I can't even remember what the middle stuff is before you get to like, the top, which is essentially like self-actualization. That's right, yeah. Which to me is, you know, finding existential meaning in your life and life. Yeah. That yeah. I mean, I love the fact that I have time to do stuff like that, but I don't take for granted. It's because a lot of other shit was in place for me. Yeah. I mean, I am gender non-conforming and that's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't blend in, you know, it's not like I can walk around everywhere and have nobody look at me and go, mm, yeah. or look at me and think I fucking hate that dyke, you know, <laughs> right. but I recognize again, especially now that I'm in my 40s, like once you're a woman in your 40s, nobody looks at you. So it's really helpful in some respects, yeah. but I, I feel, you know, like people who don't have that. Like I think I still look that. At women. In you can't walk 40s. around and have nobody. No, no, I don't. About. Yeah, I can't. I,
0: yeah. I stick out quite. Quite, quite obviously. They're
1: like, look at that handsome man. Well, I mean,
0: it was like that guy they killed in Iran just recently. Suleimani, I think it was uh-huh. mm-hmm. Kind of sounds like Sawani.
1: It sure does. God and he has it. like, a,
0: he had a gray beard like I did. He sure did. Yeah. Hmm. It's pretty fucked up. So, I mean, I got Nobody shit. Nobody
1: tell Trump where Sunil lives. I
0: got, I should probably should. I'm going to bleep out my last name, actually. I don't know if I want <laughs> my last name on this, on this show.
1: Do you want me to say mine? Would that be better? No,
0: okay. I mean, did you want to remain first name? Because I know I've listened to podcasts where they're just like, "I'm Bill and Joe," and they don't say who they are. Sure, I mean, yeah. it's
1: not that hard to find me. I, no. I think because I like work in a service industry where you hire me to work with you, and you know, I want people to know my name. That's true. That's true. <laughs> my last name's Witkowski. By the okay, way, everybody.
0: there we go. I'm gonna bleep yeah, that I'm out a too. Polish so name. don't. I wish my last Polish. name was
1: Wolf. That's my wife's name. Why don't you change it? I didn't. My last name is Witkowski. Or no, why didn't, didn't you, change you change it? Like, <laughs> you, my name was Wolf, and I changed it back to Yeah, it was... Well, quite honestly, because I didn't really see any practical reason to do so, and I just was like, meh, it's fine. Yeah. Plus, you know, my dad's dead, so I'm like, oh, uh, you Maybe know, honor. I'm never going to have children, but, you know, I could keep his last name as at least some kind of homage. Um, but then... We named our business and her last name's in it. And I'm like, fuck, it could have been both of us. Yeah. This would have been such a good sales pitch. And, anyway, speaking of advertising. Good, and good
0: Witkowski isn't a thing. It doesn't work. No, Mm-mm. it doesn't. I mean, try it. I no, am a good Witkowski. You are, but yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really resonate as well as Wolf. Right. <laughs> um, so I'm going to hit you with a third... Do it. ...definition of what happiness is. This is in the modern times, This uh, this author was saying. Okay now we're just looking for peak experiences yep completely yep and uh the guy says well life's not really worth living if it only floats between peak experiences yes which is i think where a lot of americans are probably they're trying to
1: i think that picture of mount everest with people like waiting in a huge line. Oh, yeah. I think that says everything. Yeah. About pursuit of happiness in today's this isn't culture. This is a pun,
0: right? With peak experience, mountains.
1: No, but you, you'd put it there. Everest. I didn't even do that. I just <laughs> okay. lined it up for you. Hey,
0: not it Big pun over here. Big pun. <laughs> <laughs> Holding his microphone like an MC. Yep. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's what I'm, I strive for, I think, sometimes, too. I'm sure, like, I
1: think most people do. And I think, quite honestly, social media manipulates you to do that.
0: Yeah. It is. I feel like a
1: conspiracy theorist when I say that. But it's true. I mean, that's exactly what they're doing by taking all of your information when they're sending you ads. I mean, all of that stuff, that targeted stuff, seems pretty convenient. Yeah. But, yeah, they really are manipulating what you should consider important Mm -hmm. and what you should consider um, is a sign of a good or happy life. Yeah. And I just think that's shitty. So is
0: Mark Zuckerberg a Nazi? I hate him. I do, too. He's a piece of shit. Like... (laughs) I didn't, like, hate hate him before because I was like, okay, Facebook's useful. I, I got on Facebook in 2008, mm-hmm. you know. H- I've had it for 12 years, but what the fuck? Like, what?
1: I barely post anything on it. I mean, because I have a business, and I actually, I post to, to Instagram, which, yes, I know they're owned by the same person. But I find it less busy and easier to just get something posted and get it close it. Yeah. And there's not tons of comments to moderate and all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll just set it to post to Facebook so that I never have to look at it. And then I tell Jane, like, let me know if anyone posts Yeah, let me know something. someone says she, anything. she checks her She's on there, and, yeah. Mm-hmm, I, but I just can't. I mean, I, I feel like it makes me feel awful. Like, every time I yeah. open it, I just feel horrible. So I'm so, just like, this is not good. This is yeah. not helping me be happy. You
0: should not read my Reddit uh, list of uh, politics uh, subreddits that I read, like, constantly <laughs> in between, like, job work. Yeah. That just fucking brings me the hell down. Because, I don't doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I talked talk to my therapist about it and she really wants me to take a news diet. I was going to say, kind. I bet
1: she wants you to knock it off. <laughs> yeah. A little bit. But
0: mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't, I can't not be that. I need to be this level of informed to feel right.
1: I totally know what you mean. Yeah. And I, I try to balance it. Because, yeah. But I also, I've always been a news junkie. I've yeah. always been in politics um, which is why I know way more about the shit than most people. And that's not even just because I listen to so much stuff and yeah. read so many things. Um, I, find it, yeah. I find it's like, I need to know what the fuck is going on. So if yeah. I need to pack a bag and run. <laughs> I mean, that's truly how I for feel. For sure. For sure. I'm so fucked. Like, but- well, it's
0: weird because I am trying to pursue my happiness. But like now that everything is in the state that it's in, I'm worried. Like, what is what's going to? Gonna, what's the next five years gonna be like? What is five years from now gonna be like?
1: Right, exactly. Yeah, am I I
0: gonna have to have fled the country or something? Right, yeah.
1: And they say there's only like 10 more years until the earth starts to become uninhabitable. That too, so it's but, and as much as that bums me out, it also makes me go, okay, then fuck all of the things that are stupid, yeah, and fuck people trying to tell me what I'm supposed to be doing, and then I'm just gonna go do the things that I need to do that's true I also think in order to achieve peak happiness Mm -hmm. and this I I feel is very true you have to also feel the depths of the valley of sadness or depression or sorrow or anguish or or hurt and I'm not saying that to be like hyperbolic I really believe that I think what happens is a lot of people try to insulate themselves from anything don't show me that, don't talk to me about that I'm just not going to pay attention to that and they try to close down anything that would make them sad or upset. Yeah. And I think that robs them. of, And that's why that when they do like something like, we went to Paris, they come home and they're like, fuck. Yeah. You know, it, it was a fleeting thing. Yeah. And I, I mean, what so, you, I think that's sad. But. What, what
0: you just said is I have it here. It's like Eastern philosophy kind of points toward happiness is not to be pursued and sadness is not to be avoided. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm and that's that's completely true which brings me kind of to the last thing that i wrote down i'm starting a new bit here it's called that's not new (laughs) so it's like where someone will invent something that's (laughs) not really a new concept totally it's like how elon musk like in pretty much invented like the subway again Mm. except with cars his fucking hyperloop idea I don't know. You probably haven't, haven't kept up. I have been returning as well. He was on our fucking show yeah, last week and he though. he <laughs> won't stop calling me yeah. and I
1: have not been picking up. Yeah. I'm going to block you in a moment.
0: Yeah. That's I right. didn't. Yeah. So that's not new. <laughs> um the I there's an article from a month ago. It's pretty uh recent. The Silicon Valley craze of dopamine fasting. What? So what do you think that means?
1: Oh, turning off your fucking phone
0: because <laughs> that's your source of dopamine yeah
1: i honestly that's what i believe mm-hmm. i don't know sitting in a fucking dark room and uh, with nothing in silence yeah that's called meditating yeah isn't it yeah
0: well there are their examples were just like oh if you think you drink too much maybe cut back on so it's basically like getting your tolerance back what you know how you do that normally just like hey i smoke a lot of weed maybe i should take a couple days off and see uh then you get yeah. the effects again. Oh, you get the highs. Okay. I see. What the you highs are accentuated. So just accentuated.
1: Take a quick break before you go back to doing all the dumb shit you were doing yeah, before. Yeah, okay. yeah. And it's totally and I'm a concept a lot that on I've. This podcast. That's just fine. Left and right, Me just too. Curse word, curse word, curse word. So I love it. I don't know. I don't know why. This is. You bring it out in me. I guess so. Yeah. Sunil makes me feel like swearing. <laughs> anyway, go back to what you were saying.
0: No. Yeah. So that's not a new concept. That's just like. But it's like. It's pretty much like anybody... <laughs> I feel like there's so many fucking journalists out there, not even maybe journalists, just like bloggy people. There's so many writers and they're all just writing a lot of garbage. Yeah. There's really like that wasn't a thing to write about. That's why is that a Silicon Valley craze? Oh, because
1: they're insipid morons at heart. Yeah. I, yeah.
0: I don't fucking get it.
1: They're They're the reason for like the polarization in our country. I just don't, I don't like any of them. And yeah. I think all of them could be doing so much more to take responsibility and make changes. But oh, anyway, fuck, fuck yeah. No, I mean, but this.
0: that's that's, you know, that's um, I- indicative of a not a happy society we have here. It's a very
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's very polarized and it's very um, kind of disjointed. Like, I don't know what um, people outside of my class level are pro- are like up to, really. I mm-hmm. don't think we're not. We're all very in our own things, I yeah, think, and, and I, think I don't that know that a lot of all everybody culture is like that. Probably, yeah. that maybe they're coming to be like that. But like Finland's always ranked like the happiest country. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking get that either. It's I, like it's I cold as fuck.
1: Homogeneity. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but they're not trying to mix a, cultures into a melting pot. They don't have to deal with any of that. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying that our horrible history of slavery and then lynchings and then so on and so forth, redlining all the way up till voter suppression, everything that's happening to black people in this country since the beginning of time, Um, not saying that that is like, you know, not a huge fucking reason that we have so many horrible problems, but Norway and... Is that the country said? No, you said Sweden. Norway, Sweden, Finland. They're all the they same. Are, there are, you go. Yeah,
0: Denmark also. <laughs> well, it's all that same is, little it's, area. Yeah. And, it's yeah, and not they have... a lot s- of differentiation. They, they don't have a lot of, of people either. blue eyes. <laughs> yeah. But so also they're not really letting in immigrants as much either. I bet. You yeah. would think. I don't know. And probably Finnish is like harder to learn than English and less readily available.
1: Well, the only Swedish I know is from the Swedish chef. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, Orchi Dorchi. What does he say? Horchie, what Why well, did i i was like horchy-dorchy that's pretty good okay, is that Swedish chefie yeah, okay just, yeah right. for a
1: second i totally thought you were doing beaker
0: oh and what I does he like, sound like
1: he i think he just made little noises
0: for and some th- reason i'm like meep, meep but that's the Roadrunner.
1: but meep like that kind it was of, like that I think how he talked okay I, don't know. Yeah. I love the muppets when i was little beaker
0: is cool mm-hmm. i liked beaker because he was a science guy yeah yeah
1: Dr. Bunsen. He was the
0: original. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dr. Oh, Bunsen oh, yeah.
1: has a very egg-shaped, no, beaker round <laughs> he, head. He does.
0: But Beaker was like his experiment?
1: I thought it was his assistant. Okay.
0: It's not a human he built out of No, no. Beaker is his assistant's name. Okay, right. sure. why is he, he's a little nuts, though.
1: I don't think he speaks. <laughs> I just think he goes beep, beep every once in a while. So
0: that's crazy, though, yeah. right? Is that why he's under the care of uh, Dr. Bunsen? Yeah. What's his full name?
1: Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Bunsen Burner.
0: is is that right okay i don't know anyway yeah
1: (laughs) the muppet show was amazing and if you if you're too old or i'm sorry if you're too young to have ever watched the muppet show you should it's amazing it was a really good show it It was was. actually like a tried and true variety show
0: yeah and it wasn't just for kids nope it was pretty uh grown up actually Mm -hmm. i
1: think kate bush was on it once I'm pretty sure.
0: Like performing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah which is wild. It's like f- fucking Kermit. Like,
1: Kate Bush, everybody. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's my Kermit right there.
1: Kate Bush, everybody. Pigs in space. Yeah. Watch it, you guys. Yeah. Get some happiness from watching Old Muppets. And is Muppets. that on
0: anything? Can you watch that?
1: I don't know. I just assume in the age of the internet that if you yeah, want it, probably, you go on the you dark web up, and you yeah. find it.
0: Go on in the dark web.
1: When you're buying your heroin, look for the Muppet show. Look for the
0: Muppets. All right, Laura. What do you think? We wrap it up.
1: Yeah, that's probably probably yeah. about right. Everybody good? stop hating each other and try to be happy. Yeah. I solved your life. You're welcome.
0: It's really all we ha- we can do. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye-bye. bye,